to my podcast. Hi, my name is Ashley and I'm an introvert. In today's episode, this is a topic that I just thought about talking about today and just watching uh, followers and people that I'm following, um, their Instagram stories, you know, um, during this holiday season, um, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or, or whatever you choose to celebrate. Um, on that day or um, during that that week and I am following a lot of old high school friends um, friends or just just people that I I know and it just came to me just to talk about friendships I don't think I've talked about friendships I've talked a lot about family and and all of that and but I, I've never really talked about friendships and what they mean what they've meant to me the friendships I currently have and the future of friendships and just how friendships evolve um, and it doesn't stay the same because you get older and older and older you experience life differently you go through different things and so you become different people throughout the friendship you don't stay who you were in the beginning and all that that means <laughs> but before we get into talking about friendships um i just want to give a little recap of my um holiday um i spent it with my father and my stepmom and all you guys know my previous episodes I've, I've told you that I don't have a strong relationship or really relationship at all with my father um and I was talking to my therapist about you know the dinner and you know when she was asking me like well how do you feel about that like what are you anticipating happening and it's not so much that I was anticipating anything it was, I, that feeling that I always get is like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to fake, you know, that I'm happy being here. And, um, we delved deeply into, in my last session with my therapist, we delved deep into, um, what my position is in the family if you know what i'm saying like uh everybody has a has a position in their family like you have the the smart one you have the motherly one or the fatherly one you have the person that is there for everybody one that's super successful one that's like kind of like the wild child or you have, you know, everybody has a position in the family. And we were talking about my position in the family and my position in the family has always been, um, the one that not does everything right, but the one that stays the course, the one that is responsible, the one that is the adult and, and, you know, really, stays on that on that straight narrow path and how 
that's not a role that I chose for myself. Um, but it's a role that I've been given within the family. So what's expected of me is different than what's expected to other people in my family. Expected of them, like how they behave or, or, you know, their level of responsibility. Um, and we're talking about how, like, it's really time for Ashley to really, um, take care of herself and really, you know, put herself first because for so long she hasn't put herself first and she's been really, really hard on herself and she has really just suppressed her pain and really just went with the flow, whatever she was told to do. Whereas everyone else, my siblings really got to do what they wanted to do, really got to have that freedom that I never got to have because I was the one who stepped up to take care of my mom. So again, from 15 to 20, I was an adult, like from 15 on, I was an adult. Like I never had that, that teenage <laughs> phase where I just was like, you know, free. Um, I had adult shit to deal with. Um, and so that was really eye opening for me and being able to be like, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to come for this Thanksgiving or I'm not going to come for Christmas. You know, I'm going to spend time with Ashley. I'm I like, even if I'm not doing anything, like just allowing myself to take care of me and really put myself first because for so long I've been putting everybody else first, whether it was time spent financially, um, whatever it was, you can always lean on Ashley. Ashley is always there. Like I don't have to worry. And I never had that. I still don't have that. And I never had that where I can depend on someone like that, where I can be like, Oh, this person has this. Oh, wow. I don't have to think about doing this or whatever, because I know this person has my back. I know I can lean on this person for anything. I've never, ever, 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 ever had that. And I really didn't have that when I was taking care of my mom. And I think that's, again, that's where it began, where it's like, I depend on myself and I know I can trust myself and I know what I can do and, you know, all that. So I never reached out to anyone to be like, hey, like, I really need your support. It's not, you know, about financial support or anything like that. Just, just support, just someone you can talk to and you can lean on and you can, and you can, you know, depend on. Because I've always been that person for everyone whether it was in my immediate family or my friends, I've always been the advocate. And that's who I am. And that's who I will always be. Like, you know, I will always be an advocate. Always, 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 always be an advocate. It's just not being an advocate to my own de detriment. That's the thing. Um, and I definitely am not a person that can be used but I 
I'm, I'm an advocate and I really, really, really try hard to look out for people and not just people in my family, not just friends, but strangers too. Like I can't stand injustice. Absolutely not. I'm an advocate through and through and I will always be an advocate. I will never not try to help people and try to help people get into a better situation. Um, and, and trying to, to help them live a better life. Um, so yeah, just wanted to, to talk about how that went. I mean, it was fine. It, it, it was, I was only there for max like two hours and 15 minutes. So I wasn't there like long at all, which was great. Um, and yeah, it, it was what it was like it always is. I sat there and chit chatted and yeah, and then left. So it was fine. Um, but let's get into talking about friendships. Um, I had quite a few friendships when I was younger growing up. Yeah. So I had quite a few friends in elementary I was a very extroverted kid, um, and I, a lot of people were drawn to me. I was carefree. I was happy. I was, yeah, I, I hadn't had any traumas to a certain point, like, at all. Like, it was a pretty good childhood up until, I guess you can say, grade three, yeah, I say grade three, so like eight. Um, and it, it was, again, I wanted to be any and everywhere anybody was. And I loved going to friends' houses. I loved them coming over. I would play sun up to sun down, you know, street lights come on, you got to go in the house, you know, type shit. Like, yes, I, I was just super, super, super energetic and a tomboy through and through and just, it, it just, and it, it was great. Um, but that's the last moment in my life where I felt, you know, really happy in having my friendships and really just being carefree. Because after that, you know, it was trauma. Um, it was turmoil. It was heartache. It was fear. It was all of that. And so that wasn't my priority anymore to be carefree, to be, to have fun. Um, in high school, I had a couple of friends. I had maybe five friends. And I'm not going to mention anyone by name, um, on this episode, just for, you know, privacy and, you know, but these are my experiences and I'm just telling the truth. Um, but okay. But before I, I get into high school, I just want to say that, um, junior high was okay. Again, I, I had had traumas happen previous to a privy to junior high. Um, but I still held on to a lot of extrovert, um, tendencies and, 
and like to hang out and have fun and and wanted to be in the party, you know, so to say. Um, but a lot of things happened from junior high through high school that really shaped, you know, not only family stuff, not only the past traumas, but things that happened in junior high to high school that really transformed the person I am today. And, you know, there was, you know, I wasn't bullied, definitely wasn't bullied, (laughs) definitely wasn't bullied, but I was made fun of. Oh, yeah, I was made fun of. And um, funny thing is, in elementary, as much as I was like happy, carefree and a fun kid to be around, I had a little bit of, I guess, anger issues or just or just like, I don't want to say anger issues, but just like, I don't know, I was a tough kid. I was a tough kid. Um, And um, so I got in a couple fights in elementary. Um, but nothing like serious or crazy. And again, like, you know, kids stuff, you know, kids get into fights. That's what they do. Um, but, um, in in junior high to high school, like, so there's an incident, there's an incident in high, in junior high where, you know, black people, um, we have sometimes like, hyperpigmentation where like certain parts of our body is um lighter or darker um than other parts and it could be contributed to the sun it can be contributed to diet it can be contributed to genetics it can be contributed to a lot um and I suffer from that um uh hyperpigmentation and it's the thing is is more noticeable on me because I'm of a lighter tone of, of, of black. (laughs) So, you know, I was made fun of by this girl for having hyperpigmentation and I don't, you know, I don't know people, I don't know that people understand that. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm all over the place in this podcast, but I'm just having thoughts as I'm talking, but I don't, think people really understand that the words that you say hurt and cut deeply and will stay with you for the rest of your life. You know the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That saying is so untrue because you throw stones at me. You hit me with a stick, it's going to hurt, but I'm going to heal. Those bones will heal. Those bruises will heal. But what you say to me will stick and stay with me for the rest of my life. So that girl making fun of my hyperpigmentation, it stayed with me. It stayed with me and it's still with me. It's lessened because, you know... I'm older and I'm like, hey, you know what? It is what the fuck it is. I still have some insecurities around it, but I'm like, hey, you know what? It is what the fuck it is. Um, but when, oh my God, but when I was in, when I was younger, going through junior high and high school, having been made fun of this condition that I had, it, you know, hyperpigmentation, I was just like, 
it stayed with me. So I, shit, from that point on, I wore scarves no matter if it was like, and I, I live in California, so it can get pretty fucking hot. So I bought all these scarves and I wore scarves for, oh my goodness, a good 15, maybe 12 to 15 years, I wore scarves, no matter if it was scorching hot outside or um, if it was super cold, Those that was the best because, you know, if it's super cold, wearing a scarf outside, nobody's going to lift a finger, you know? But if it's like 102 degrees outside, it's like, why are you wearing that scarf, girl? You know, so that was a big, big, big insecurity for me and this was not a person that I was particularly close with but we were I, I felt like we were kind of friends we were like acquaintances and we had known each other since um elementary too so it was very very hurtful very very hurtful and she has no idea that that had a profound effect on my self-esteem you know, and I think that's, that's another thing that I want to talk about in this podcast is like people who are your friends, you think they're your friends and they really aren't your friends. They talk about you behind your back. You know, they're not there for you. X, Y, and Z, you know, and so it's really important to really, you know, not judge people, but, but really get to know people and really, really, really go through some shit with some people. And you, you see who are, who your friends are. You really see who your friends are when you go through, when you go through shit, you know, my friend now, I, my friend that I've known since junior high, we've known each other since the sixth or seventh grade. So we've known each other for 20 plus, 20 plus years. Now, almost 20 plus years, like 18 years. We've known each other for about 18 years, 18, 19 years. And we had fell out of touch, you know, just life stuff. You know, she had her kids and, you know, you know, was going on with her life, you know, and I didn't. And we just sort of fell out of touch. There was no, um, there was no, we got into an argument or anything like that. We just fell out of touch. And then recently, within the past year, almost year, we've gotten back into talking and back into touch. And it's been so great to catch up with her. Um, but she is one of, or the one of actually <laughs> just one, uh, uh, you know, that's a good friend to me. And we've been through some shit together. You know, she was there for me when my mom died. You know, I remember calling her up and being like, my mom just died. <laughs> like I am, I locked myself in the bathroom. Like my mom just died. And she was just like, do you want me to come? And I was just like, yes. And she came and we cried together, <laughs> you know? And so, Again, that's like real friendship right there. You know, the person, the people that are in the trenches with you when you are going through hell, when you're going through something like that. Oh, my God. That's the measure of friendship, not what you can do for a person. If 
financially or or whatever just being there is the measure of a friendship just being a friend you know and right now she's the only like true friend that I have right now you know I have people that I know people that I sometimes chit chat with you know from time to time you know we catch up but yeah she's the only true friend right now that I have that I know and has shown me that she can be a shoulder to cry on you know and I thank her for that if she listens to this episode girl I'm trying to see when we can hang out <laughs> but it's just listen to this episode girl and I've told her this I'm like you were there for me when my mom died like you know our friendship runs deep you know um but yeah I just I I wanted to talk about friendships and I wanted to talk about different friendships but yeah I think I think the most important thing is to is to to make sure you do have true friends and not, uh, I forgot what they call it. Like, um, (sighs) frenemies, there you go. And not frenemies, not people that you, you kick here in their face and then you talk shit about them behind their backs. Like, no, that's not a true friend. You're not a true friend. If you do that shit and a person does that to you is not a good friend. Um, and you really, the value you have to place on your friendships are different too. Just like I said, it can't be what the person can do for you. It's how you come together in times of, of heartbreak and heartache and just hard life shit that you go through. Those are your friends. Those are your friends that you can call and cry to. And they like, and they, they're like, they listen to you. And the friends that can come over and sit with you and not say anything in the quiet of the room and just let you, let you think, you know, real friends are people that will have your back when you need them. Those are real, true friends. (laughs) 